After your favorite prayer, unspoken. Uh, <laughs> light, light, I have an unspoken. See what he did uh, there? Uh, like, <laughs> y- you know, being a late in life believer uh, and not growing up in church, all these things were new to me. And I was, you know, 45 when I trusted in Jesus. So people would say these things, and I, it wasn't like I was letting them, not letting them slide on it. I would go, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the the Babylon Bee, the one they did yesterday? No, I didn't see yesterday. Christians uh, repeatedly cry out, sing out for God to show us your glory. He does. 10,000 are killed. <laughs> it's like, funny look at life. Uh, it's Risenstein. It's Victory 91.5. Fascinating look at the upcoming year on the Hebrew calendar. 5780. Uh, if you missed any of it, you'll be able to listen on the new More Music app uh, from Victory 91.5. It's free. Uh, just as, uh, do we have a name for this lady? Um, she said, I'm driving to Southern Wesleyan University. I'm a professor, but teach online, so only drive up there about once a month. I usually lose 91.5 around commerce. Uh, I get that. Uh, sure. But this morning, I am listening all the way up on more music. Come on. As David would say, game changer. <laughs> no, it is a game changer. Yeah. Because the number thank one, you, Priscilla. Thank you. Uh, the number one thing that people say to us is, hey, I lose you on 75, mm-hmm. or I lose you when I head west of Canton, or I lose you some pockets of Woodstock in Canton. Well, you don't have to lose us anymore because there's an app. You know, if you're really quick, so because it's internet, it's a little behind. It's like 20 to 30 seconds behind. So if you hear something on the radio and you go, man, what did they just say? Just turn your app on. And if you're quick enough, we'll say it again. Just like that. Okay. That's free. 50, 5780, Feast of Trumpets. Well, hopefully this has been mind-blowing and uh, enlightening mm-hmm. at the same time. I'm going to post all the notes up on our, our uh, podcast. I'll post, actually, the cuts up on our podcast on the app. I'll post all the notes as well as the cuts, and so you can see everything, too, on the blog, which is blog.victory.radio, and I'll have mm-hmm. that done. And by the way, I'll be preaching all of this at Warhill South. Not all of this, because it's a short amount of time, but... On 5780 in Rosh Hashanah this Sunday, Rosh Hashanah at, I think, 1045. In Winder. In Winder. Hi, Pastor Steve. Steve. So, we're going to wrap this up uh, for this part of the show. I'm going to stay on with Keith for a little while, but with what I think is one of the most mind-blowing realities when we talk about the mouth, God wants us to do several things. He wants us to praise. He wants us to pray. He wants us to speak and do all these things. And the more you study Hebrew... The language itself, the more blown away you'll be. And this one is, for me, this is this is pretty much it. Zephaniah 3, very well-known scripture. Sing, O daughter of Zion. Sing, mind you. Shout, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away your judgments. He has cast out your enemy. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall see disaster no more. And that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion. Let not your hands be weak. The Lord your God in your midst. The mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Now, I think a lot of us, that's one of our absolute favorite verses in the whole Bible. So, 
the real bizarre part here is each of the 22 letters in the Hebrew Bible is also a note of music. Did you get that? Every letter is also a note of music. Every letter, every word, every number used in Hebrew scriptures is really part of a song. Mm. Hebrew script used by scribes for sacred writings is a little more detailed than what you usually see in Hebrew. They've, there's dots that indicate how to sing it called cantillation. If you ever studied music, you know there's quarter notes and half notes and whole notes and rests and things like that. How do you read those notes? That was lost long, long ago. In fact, the whole Hebrew language was lost for thousands of years. But through the years, people came up with various concepts, once the Hebrew language was restored, how to connect the letters with the musical notes. Now, I've included some of these in my notes that will be on the blog. But the main one is called the Davidic Cipher. So there are two unique systems of cantillation symbols in Hebrew scriptures. One deals with all the literary books, the teachings, the Torah, the Proverbs, uh, it's called the Nora and Nephim, and one with the writings, the Ketuvim, which include the Psalms, Job's, and Proverbs. So in Psalm 92, there are a series of 10 symbols which can be mapped to the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet, or the Bet, using a method called the David Cipher. Davidic cipher, which can be then used to transcribe biblical song passages into modern musical notation. Is this a little mind-blowing? To me, it is. The Davidic cipher applies an ancient Hebrew at-bash cipher to the latter letters of the Hebrew alphabet and the tones of a quarter-tone scale. You may not know what a quarter-tone scale is. It's a Middle Eastern thing, but it's a, accomplished by associating the letters of the Hebrew alphabet, read right to left, with an ascending quarter-tone scale, which is read left to right. So I, in my notes, you'll see there are 10 cantillation symbols in the Psalms, 22 letters, 24 tones, so you put them all together. And so what I want you to hear right now, now, now listen carefully to the words before we go here, because I want you to understand, this isn't just Psalm 23 in Hebrew and English. Underneath their speaking, there'll be a little bit of music first, and then that the musical notes are not just music. The musical notes are literally the letters, the words of Psalm 23. So they're saying over top what's being sung. So you can sing or just play musically every word of scripture because there's musical notes on it. Wow. So this is putting it all together to help you understand it. Here we go. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. 
Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Wow. So the music is the scripture as well. That's what it sounds like outside of the language that we mm. speak. Because obviously, someone speaking Hebrew, you can't understand it either. We have just never understood the music. Mm. So, and if you are a musician, I'll have in my notes the there is a software that they've created these folks, so you can put any verse in there, and it'll it'll it'll, it'll give you translate. The notes. Yeah. To music. It'll transcribe, translate, however you this want to think of it. This is mind-blowing. Again, is. it's not just a bunch of random notes. It's mm -mm. Harm harmonies and melodies and these beautiful sounds that are literally just the transla translation of the Hebrew characters. So when God says he's rejoicing over you with singing, you know, for God... His word. His word is sung, not spoken. Speaking it, the voice of God is a song at all times. We just don't recognize it. Oh, that we would learn that. But Now, following cantillation symbols isn't the only way to play biblical songs, according to how the author intended. Sometimes the notes you need are waiting in the basic language of Hebrew. And I just want to share this real quickly. Just sometimes it's the way we translate things into English confuse so that we don't understand how to read a scripture. So there is Psalm 33, verse 3 says, sing unto him a new song, play skillfully with a loud voice. So, shir, kadesh, shir, negen, yatab, teruah. So, sing is shir, song is shir, play, though, is negen, not those words. So, from, but it's translated into our language as, um, as sing. So, sing and song is the same word. The word play is negen. It's an instruction to play as opposed to sing. So in that scripture, which we tend to say, um, sing skillfully with a, with a loud voice, we, we end up singing when we should have been pausing, which is actually the part where instrumentalists would play a lead or something. Mm -hmm. So all of that's actually in the scripture by the words that are used if you translate it properly. So in Hebrew, playing is broken down into two specific concepts, to play in general and to play the melody, a lead or a solo. To play in general is nagin. But to play lead or solo, the word is zamar, which is the better choice. But zamar is, in, is similar in Hebrew to praise or give thanks. So when you read an English translation, we don't know when to play rather than sing. So Psalm 105, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Unfortunately, sing praise isn't that. It's zamar, which means to play, to pluck, to play the play lead right there. So if you don't know that, you sing praise. But he's actually saying, here's your melody. Here's your, here's your mm. solo. So the Hebrew word zamar means to pluck, like you pluck a cluster of grapes off a vine with a pruning hook, which does not sound like praising, hopefully. This word makes sense when you're plucking a string of a guitar or a harp, but not when you're singing a praise. Unless somebody's like plucking your, your uh, what do you call those things? Your, uh, your vocal cords. Vocal cords, which would hurt, I would think.
The not-so-good translation of Zamar occurs quite often throughout Scripture, so even without knowing the musical notations to know what note to play for the song, the words themselves often instruct us what to do musically. Psalm 100, I believe, should be the first words out of every mouth every day. It's a step-by-step instruction how to draw near to Him and enter His presence. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is good. It's He who made us and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is the year, literally, of the mouth. Mm. And I just leave this section before we continue on with with, uh, Keith. This is such an important year. You're going to watch where people have gotten away, especially in the political realm, with just saying anything they want, whether it be fake or true. That begins to shift beginning Mm. Sunday. And so it would be a really good thing to not take your leads from people who are not telling the truth but are declaring things because it will come back and bite you in a very bad way in the year ahead. Powerful morning here at Reisenstein. Uh, brought to you by one of our partners here at the Reisenstein Show, Frazier Roofing. We ah. thank Frazier Roofing, Faith Family Frazier Roofing. Their phone number is 770-800. Roof, roof. Keith is next. You'll find all of these teachings from Ray on the podcast on the More Music Victory 91.5 radio app available at your app store. Uh, almost a thousand people have yeah. already downloaded it this week. You can week. push us over the top in just two days. So we just want to get over a thousand just to begin, just to launch things. Thank you for doing this. Thank mm-hmm. you for coming in. Sure. Thank you. As a radio ministry, Vic-